Raise your hand, you got an alcohol demon. Marijuana demon. Oh, Jesus, it's a snake pit. Oh, Lord, Jesus is a snake pit on fire. <laughs> oh, busted. But Jesus drank wine. <laughs> you ever heard the alcoholic demon say that and they get offended? But Jesus drank wine. Oh, man. I hope you're crucified with Christ today and get delivered from the lying demon because you're missing out. It's an inferior pleasure. Alcohol, sexual morality, drug addiction. And you know what's the dumbest sin of all? That's got 90 million people worshiping the Queen of Heaven today? Religion. I'm not religious. Why are you soulish then? I mean, if you don't agree with the Spirit, you're a soulish religious demon. Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a life-giving spirit based on an indestructible life. Do you know that Christianity is based on the anointing oil? The name Jesus means the Lord saves. The Messiah saves. The anointing saves. That's what the name Jesus means. You know, we're like Joshua or Yeshua for a real Pharisee. People are like, how dare you say Jesus? It's Yeshua. <laughs> you ever meet those those Hebrew Pharisees? They're all about the Jewish stuff. I find a Jewish star here. It's actually the star of Raphium. The white magic of uh, Freemasonry. <laughs> Just to mess with the Rothschild principality. Because we really don't care. We're that part of Christianity you get to when they just totally stop caring and just have fun mocking the enemies of Christ every day like Elijah and the prophets of Baal. And you can redeem any old symbol. It's usually just a few bad sorcerers that got all their dogs bewitched, Gog and Magogged. You know what I'm saying? They got them bewitched, born again. You know, we started in the spirit. Then we go out here and we get into externalism. We try to finish in our soul what began in our spirit, and our spirit never grows. Our spirit never grows into full spiritual stature. We get into soulish stature, which is the degrees of witchcraft of the Queen of Heaven that everyone celebrates on Star Day, Sunday, in the false light that fell from heaven, Lucifer. Truth and yeah. Civilization totally bewitched by that ancient red dragon, the primal evil Satan, whose tail swept one-third of the stars. Why tail, John? Because it's a lying prophet. <laughs> the soul is a lying prophet. The tail represents the false prophet. Satan's tail. Those that speak out of starlight of the soul realm instead of morning starlight of the kingdom of heaven within you. The spirit. Amen? So, are we dealing with a bewitched people? I mean, I know you guys have probably seen a couple of them, but it's really bad out there. <laughs> you guys are probably excommunicated from every denomination, probably kicked out of your own houses, your kids think you're crazy, your spouses think you're crazy, your neighbors think you're crazy, but you're a friend of God. 
you're in good company. That's how they felt about all the real men and women of God throughout the last 6,000 years that walked with God. Walking in the Spirit is craziness to those who are beasts. Walking in the soul, it's crazy. Who would sacrifice themselves to live a foreign entity's life? Jesus, come into my heart, and then I'm going to live a nice life for me and my soul. Okay, you're gogged. That's when you're bewitched. You got gogged right there. And then you, you go and you get magogged, which means you go and have a false covering called a sorcerer over your head, a false father. How many false fathers have you dealt with? <laughs> I like to go right to the top of that pyramid on your $1 bill and deal with that eye of the brain, the eye of the soul called Satan. I go right to the only false father that really matters. Because you take him out a thousand years and then the nations will have no other father except God. Amen? Don't you know that's what we've been doing? Don't even waste your time on these little false fathers and their little cliques and little divisions and little factions. Don't even waste your time. Small fries. Small fries. They want you to waste your time on them. They'll come and they'll, they'll start ruckus with their shenanigans and they'll really try to, you know, be quarrelsome and contentious. They want you to waste all your time on losers that don't matter. Seriously. Satan will get you so distracted by some people that are totally bewitched and controlled by demons that you never actually do anything in the spirit, never get any rewards. Well, I've seen people waste their entire lives, and today still haven't repented, and have no desire to repent. And you know what? Who cares? You know, it's not our job to really twist their arm. It's a get-to, not a have-to. If these people don't want to serve the one true God, let them serve the gods of Babylon. The Apostle John said in Revelation, let him who's unholy continue to be unholy, and let him who's holy continue to be holy. Big deal. If you're a goat, continue to be a goat. You know? We're not stressing on you becoming a sheep. You know, if you want to stay soulish, continue in soulishness. If you want to stay spiritual, continue in spirituality. The two kingdoms are set in stone. Oh, they're set. The two trees. Those who walk after the flesh and those who walk after the spirit. Set in stone. The kingdom of Satan and the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Oh, don't you want to win souls? You can join Jesus and win your own soul. Our job is not to twist people and convince them. That's not being a servant of all. It's not. It's not. Our job is to rule over their skulls with an iron scepter, dashing them to pieces like pottery. Like, too bad, so sad, you're dead. Dashed to pieces. Is that not very nice? Well, that's what Jesus Christ like with the glory. He's dashing your skull of witchcraft to pieces with glory, with the anointing oil. That's the iron scepter of His Spirit. The Holy Spirit is omnipotent, has no rival. But all these other people want to serve other spirits in the soul realm and not be crucified with Christ at the place of the skull. And God's just like, let them go. Don't even stress it. But they're taking all their money with them, Lord Jesus. Let them go. God will create money. 
These Rothschilds print a billion dollars of cash every day. It'll just fly in the wind. It just moves around by the wind. We've got 60,000 warring angels here in the spirit of Elijah. These angels are warriors. You can do anything. Things can shift so quickly for you in one day. All that matters is faithfulness and obedience to God the Father in your spirit, in your rich treasury of glory, Christ within you. Because you've already realized that glory. Many of you have already realized that glory, and that's when you start going from glory to glory. From one degree of glory. What's the degree of glory? The olive tree growing in your heart. Jesus grew. I love that verse. People get born again, they're like, I don't need to grow, I'm perfect, are you? That, that's true. You do need to grow, you're wrong about that, but it is true that you're perfect because your spirit's perfect. Problem is, if you don't grow, you turn back and you get into soulishness. If you continue growing, then you're always focused on your spirit, Christ in your spirit, and you'll grow in the same exact substance that Jesus Christ grew in for 33 years, called favor and wisdom. And every degree is the increase of stature, which is your heights, the standard height of Christ's own perfection that fills the universe. See, when we hit the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus, that means your spirit, the spirit of Penny, the spirit of Susie, the spirit of Johnny, has filled the universe with themselves in blood covenant with God the Father. Wasn't it all Jesus? No, it's all you. If it was all Jesus, then this thing would have been done on the cross, but look at it. Look at the emperors. Look at the Caesars. Look at the Middle Ages. I mean, the average life expectancy in Europe during the Middle Dark Ages and Middle Ages was like 32 years old. You know, what the hell happened if it was done on the cross? If they're living 30 years, getting eaten by rats and dying in bubonic plague and puking their intestines out of their mouth, drinking poison? Get a life, man. You guys are bewitched as hell and bewitched by hell. Totally wrong about every, everything you think and reason in your carnal mind. Be crucified at the place of the skull. And all of that bewitchment is because of a lack of development in the Christian spirit life, which is the entire purpose of Satan and his angels. Satan and his angels don't even care very much if you get born again. Because they're so confident after you get born again, you'll get Gog and Magog, bewitched and false covered. They almost want you as another slave in their world system, Babylon the Great. The Christians have been the Egyptian, have been the Israelite slave race for the Egyptian taskmasters called the sorcerers of Babylon the Great. The sorcerers of Babylon the Great have not contended with Christians because they're so Gog and Magog so bewitched and false covered. So what's happening in America, the Christians actually getting strong and wisdom and favor, hasn't happened in 2,000 years. This has never happened before. On the third day, the resurrection, it happens. That we cast off Babylon the Great, that we cast off our bewitchment, our soulishness, crucified with Christ, and then as that goes, then the sorcerer that looks over the bewitchment because there's warlocks everywhere. They're called Freemasons. Everywhere. And they all go to church. Your charismatic church filled with them. Your morning star, your Bethel church filled with them. All your Pentecostal church filled with them. You know, I mean, Billy Graham was a 32nd degree Freemason. Satan doesn't care if you're born again. Whoa, that's extreme. 
Well, it's true. <laughs> you live in a worldly system. Narrows the path few that found it. Have you developed your spirit to the place of having the vision of the great white eagle who sits upon the throne of grace in heaven at the right hand of God the Father, glorified? Or are you still seeing by earthly eyes, judging by a carnal mind? Jesus Christ says, I counsel you to buy eye salve. You think you're rich? You think you know something? You got a lot of Bible in you? You got a lot of Bible in here? You're an antichrist. You got a lot of Bible in here? You're a son of God. The difference between an antichrist and a son of God is the difference between heart and brain. A brain-led person is an antichrist. A heart-led person is a son and daughter of the living God. <laughs> Most Christians are so bewitched, so gogged and magogged, they can't even tell the difference. Until the sons of God manifest. <laughs> Until the two witnesses of the two olive trees grow up in your spirit. The apostolic and the prophetic anointing, which is the favor, kingship, and the wisdom, lordship of Jesus Christ developing your spirit into full spiritual stature so that your spirit has full seniority and lordship and dominion and power and authority over your own skull. Whoa! You got your soul back. It's a good start. Almost every Christian in full-time ministry hasn't even got their own soul back from the devil and they're trying to lead other souls. You have never had more false Christian ministries than right now. This is all about money, Babylon the Great. That's the golden calf called the soul. Where's the 666? Queen of the South brought King Solomon 666 talents of gold every year. It is written. Which is money. Where's the money? In the soul realm. The Queen of Heaven has all the money, it says in Revelation. Because the soulish realm is totally authorized by Satan, the counterfeit Jesus Christ. Authorized. That's what you have permission to do. Gain wealth here. I have watched the successes of the soulish my whole life. And I haven't been perfect. Honestly, a couple of times I was like, geez, man, they have it so easy and I have it so hard. I'm going after the Spirit and it's so hard. So much suffering. I wish I could have a little easy like that person watching all of our partners give to the Queen of Heaven and die instead of supporting Red Letter Ministries for years and years and years and years and years. And be like, oh, God's your supporter. You know? Holy Ghost. God will be your judge of everything you've done. Your works. It is written. A lot of you still supporting the Queen of Heaven. A lot of you still supporting Satan. It's true. Christians are the biggest supporters of the Devil's Army. Read the Final Quest, first chapter. They're all volunteers to the Queen of Heaven. They go to church, they volunteer in the knowledge and the appearance of good. They think that's Christianity. They're bewitched, they're Gog and Magog. What is their coverings? Demons. They thought the demons were the Holy Spirit telling them. I mean, I'll be looking at the demons sitting on people's shoulders and they'll literally say to my face, the Lord told me this, the Lord told me that, the Lord told me this. And I'm like, what? That's not the Lord. You gotta understand, it's been like that for 19 years, like every single day. So, in this potent sorcery and the magic spell of, of externalism of the Queen of Heaven's starlight witchcraft into your brain, she always tells you the demons are the Lord. 
That's Jesus. Better ask that spirit if it died on the cross and to show you some marks in its hands. Y'all been following familiars. <laughs> oh boy. Following demons. Familiar spirits pretending to be Jesus that only work in the soul realm. So God's answer is simple that almost nobody's even obeyed yet. You know, you hear the word, we're listening to the word, but now how about this? We obey the word. Now we, we've heard a lot. <laughs> Most of you that listen to Joel's Bar have no obedience. I already know that I watch you. And that's why after 10 years of listening to Joel's Bar, you'll ask me the same elementary question that you asked me 10 years ago because you never actually obeyed one word of it. You know? <laughs> you never developed your spirit. You just put it in your soul realm and you're still confused because you're still worldly. Until you sacrifice your skull with Christ and the blood of His cross, you can't even begin developing your spirit. All of your Christianity is obedience to demons pretending to be the kingdom of heaven. You go into church and the first thing they do in their false coverings is raise your hands to heaven. When, oh, you raise your hands to heaven, Brandon. When I release, raise my hands, I'm releasing rivers of glory from my belly, from my stomach, from the kingdom of heaven, rich treasure glory. I'm growing my radius of radiance from 50 miles to 1,000 miles to I can have 10,000 mile radius of what's in my stomach called the kingdom of heaven. That's why I raise my hands because I'm not bewitched. I'm God inside minded, which is the new covenant. Old covenant is he's out here. New covenant is he's in here. Old covenant, I went to temple. New covenant is I am the temple. Whoa. So you're telling me 90 million Christians are still going to external temples practicing old covenant Star of Heaven, Raphium, Fallen Angel Sorcery. Something like that. I'm saying something like that every day to you. And the message gets stronger, more potent, and more powerful and enforced angelically upon everyone's skull in the world daily. Because many are being added to our number. It's true. A lot of people still secret. A lot of people haven't appeared but I know our numbers grow, and I got a message from iTunes. And iTunes podcast told me, congratulations, your podcast is the top 200 podcasts in the nation of Norway. So, oh, man. Norway is the first fruit nation. Isn't that cool? We're like two millionth in the USA, but we hit like 157 on the iTunes podcast chart for the nation of Norway. And they sent me a, a congratulations. Oh, that's awesome. I'm encouraged. We've been so persecuted, misunderstood, and I mean, people literally will go just to our page to give us a one-star rating to try to hurt my feelings. They'll go and try to smear every little thing I say, anything they do to possibly hurt me. You understand? It's been like that since I've been born again. Because these are demons that are pissed off at me because I left the kingdom of hell when I was a sorcerer, powerful in darkness. Powerful in darkness. When I was the age 18, the Littleton incident had just happened in Littleton, Colorado. And it was my senior year of high school, and I was, you know, going to play football, and I was 
you know, all-conference in football, went to state and tennis twice, you know, and actually had lettered in ap academics and had a genie with a 4.0 on my letterman's jacket. But nevertheless, the principal called me into the office with two police officers and said, we're afraid you're going to kill everyone and we're going to have a Littleton incident. You're expelled from this high school, Whitefish High School, Whitefish, Montana. If you ever step foot back on campus, you'll be arrested. That's what they said to me, dead serious. So, like, what did I even do? You know what I did? I was in advanced AP English and I had written a poem that scared them so much about the suffering of the head of the lamb because I was gone in darkness, y'all. I carried a mantle as a warlock. And they, they pissed themselves. They read that and they were like, that's the most evil, darkest thing we've ever read. <laughs> and they thought I was going to kill everyone in the high school. And I was like, that I loved them. And it's like so misunderstood in darkness. Get born again. And it's like light so bright that immediately getting misunderstood in light. And you just can't win in Babylon the Great. You're either too dark or you're too bright. But I'd much rather be bright. Amen. I'd much rather have the scales fall off my eyes. Hallelujah. Court ordered me to Minnesota Teen Challenge after I got arrested for drugs and violence. Went there for 22 months and it was a revival every single day. Signs, miracles, wonders, healings. Saw AIDS healed. Cancer healed. Hepatitis healed. I mean, there wasn't a miracle I didn't see there. I mean, there were some times where God would use me literally every single day to cast out demons out of my own brothers that were in the program. I mean, we're t I'm talking about revival. We were in revival from 99 to 2001. And when I left, revival ended. Now they don't even speak in tongues. So whatever. It is based on a person, a temple of the Holy Spirit. You know that this great awakening is based on the sons of God? That if we didn't develop our spirits, the spirit of Penny, the spirit of Susie, the spirit of Johnny, into full spiritual stature, you'd be Gog and Magog forever, under fallen angels and sorcerers for eternity. So God had to raise up the new covenant as a demonstration to you because you're so bewitched so that you could have some visualization and revelation of what we actually are in Christ. You know, that's why we broadcast this. And I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm tooting the horn of Jesus Christ. This is what He does. Okay? He builds your spirit up. He gets you to be a gigantic olive tree of so much anointing oil that you become the covering of Christ over the world. You know, every single one of you has that potential possibility from the moment you're born again to develop your spirit into full spiritual stature. By what? The same thing Jesus Christ did. Wisdom and favor. What's favor? The apostolic anointing. What's wisdom? The prophetic anointing. Eating the word. Drinking the blood. Fresh anointing. Receiving grace. Growing grace upon grace. Been in James 1st and 2nd Peter a lot lately. A lot. And in Peter he says, building grace upon grace. That's what going from glory to glory is. Growing in wisdom, growing in favor, is grow building grace upon grace upon the solid rock of your spirit. And there's just no cap to it. Even when you're in full spiritual stature, you can have a lot more fruit. You know? Philippians 4, 15-19, that your gift may abound in all fruitfulness unto God. 
that your gift may abound in fruitfulness unto God. So it's about fruitfulness. What's fruitfulness? The amount of glory you walk in. The nine fruits of the Holy Spirit is your measure of glory or the measure of how much your skull has been crucified with Christ. Well, i got to use part of my brain. Use your brain, dude. No, use your spirit. There's no intelligence in the brain. And it's like a spirit knows that when they hear that. But it's so new and it's so fresh that you have to keep hearing it because you know it's true. It's just we're pioneering it for civilization. <laughs> intelligence is of the spirit, not the brain. Even Albert Einstein said, Great spirits have always been violently opposed by mediocre minds. Great spirits. Albert Einstein accredited his genius to his spirit, not his brain. It's a true quote. It's my favorite Einstein quote. And he received all of his intelligence from dreams. Did you know that? E equals MC squared from a series of spiritual dreams directly from Jesus Christ. Wow. Hallelujah. Pay attention to your dreams. Holy Ghost. Some people get dreams from demons. Don't pay attention to those. How are you going to know the difference? You'll know by the fruit. Some people dream in black and white. Some people have sexual immorality in their dreams. Eek! Some people sleeping in their soul realm with incubus and succubus. Frogland in Sodom and Gomorrah of hell. Still trying to find some pleasure in the kingdom of hell? God forbid. Let your whole skull, that whole realm of Sodom and Egypt where our Lord was crucified. Where was our Lord crucified? The place of your skull. That's the only influence Satan could ever possibly have with you. Once you're crucified at the place of the skull, Egypt, white magic, Sodom, black magic, religion and rebellion, all the devils, demons, foul spirits, all the problems of the Queen of Heaven and the whole world are dead to you and you are dead to them. And you just be like looking at people's problems like, how are you so messed up? How can you have problem after problem? Oh, you're not crucified at the place of the skull. And once you get crucified at the place of the skull, problems will elude you. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have your furnace break like our furnace broke today, the first snow in Minneapolis. I mean, there's some stuff here that happens that's beyond your power because the elements haven't melted with fervent heat yet. You still live in a world that's aging and dying. This isn't the new earth yet, but it's coming forth from our bellies. The mountain of fire mount, melts the elements with fervent heat, and the heavens dissolve by this mountain that's already in your spiritual stomachs. Mount Zion comes out of your belly. That's the kingdom of heaven. Heavenly Jerusalem Zion has been in your spirit from the moment you first believed in the Lord Jesus. Who has bewitched you? We're looking for him out there. It's like, that's a mountain of fire in there. God showed me the mountain of fire in my belly eight years ago with Jeff Jansen, Bob Jones, and Bobby Connor in Needham, Wisconsin. I was there, you know, had dread payouts and down to my butt and a beard down to my belly button and a five-year Nazarite vow. God told me not to cut my hair and my beard for five years. And I did, and then we burned it all. Hallelujah, it was awesome. About the end of that Nazarite vow, I'm with Bob Jones, Bobby Connor, and Jeff Jansen. 
angel feathers fallen, gigantic angel feathers, right on my Bible, my 26 translation Bible. I was the only one that got one. I got it, made a video of it, and I said, suck on it, Pharisees. Suck on it. They thought that was real funny. <laughs> Bobby Connor came over to me, and I had a hat flipped upside down that said apostolic on it. And he's like, oh, a lot of people thinking they're apostles these days. And he started mocking me. He started making fun of me, started biting at me. And I could just feel that realm in me, just, you know, I know the, the throne going to deal with Bobby. Bobby's, you know, testing me, that's cool. But he started biting at me, mocking me, attacking me in the conference, <laughs> right to my face. And I just didn't even say a word, you know, like I'm silent before my shearers. <laughs> Afterwards, I came right out of my body. And I, I came over Jeff Jansen, I came over Bob Jones, and I came over Bobby Connor, and I showed them. I'm here in angel form, guys, and here's the rainbow, the development of the seven spirits of God. They all saw me. Later, Jeff Jansen says, yeah, I saw you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and I looked down when I'm out of my body, and I looked right into my belly, and there was Mount Zion, the mountain of fire. I saw the mountain of fire that we've been predestined for ordained to bring into this earth right inside my stomach. And that was eight years ago. And we've been going from glory to glory through all hell on earth. I mean, you see the attacks, you see the persecution. The persecution has never been more intense. It really hasn't. My wife's been getting really attacked. We've been getting so attacked. We've lost a lot of people lately. I mean, it's... <laughs> The kingdom of hell is doing everything they can to try to stop us, but you know what they can't stop? Mount Zion. And the more and more we just rely on this and be like, oh, I don't care that you know, we're losing thousands of dollars to medical bills and all this crap going on. God's like, focus on Zion. My dad gets healed of stage 4 cancer. I'm like, could I ever be more encouraged? I know Penny's next, getting healed of type 1 terminal diabetes, that genetic disease and the scabies that she's been plagued with for two and a half months that's just eating all of our finances every day. It's just been a freaking nightmare, you guys. I mean, scabies, just flesh-eating bugs in my house for the last two and a half months. I haven't got even one sign of it living in the same house. Everyone else has gotten it. I haven't even got one sign of it. Glory to God. I know that the throne of grace in my heart, and I rely on it. Don't think I'm not like, like, oh, I still have a human body. You know, <laughs> I don't live like a human, but I got a human body. So I'm like, ooh, maybe a good time to fast. <laughs> oh, glory. It's fun, though. The narrow path's fun. You got the kingdom of hell having the biggest temper tantrums of all times. You got a lot of bewitched people more angry than ever before. But this is the best time to be alive. And even if you're immature in Christ in your spirit, this is exciting stuff for you. This is the kingdom path. This is the path of the Lord Jesus, the way. <laughs> they called Christianity in the first century. This is the way. It's the way of the Spirit through your spirit. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with all of your spirits from the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.